to start this off, I just want to address uh, this, just the Fighting Texas Aggie, Fighting Texas Aggie football team. I know this is when y'all are watching this. This is probably in October. No, it's most definitely in October. But the Aggie football team just lost to Arkansas, and we just watched it for two and a half hours. A butt whooping, a butt whooping. And if it, hopefully, hopefully by the time this is being aired, Zach Calzada's like I'm rooting for him. <laughs> but Dad Gum, son, Dad Gum, Bubba. Yeah. So some aggression comes out podcast and. But this is gonna have a little want to, and he don't got a little want to. This will be airing in like November, though. No, probably last week of October. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, I wish I'm wrong, but I my prediction is we'll have a new QB in there next week. By by the time y'all see this, we'll have a new QB. Hopefully, it's Haynes King. Hopefully, you know. He, yeah. We'll pray for Elon. <laughs> let's, let's just pray. <laughs> have him on a prayer. Yeah, I want to tell them that I saw a TikTok the other day, and y'all probably will see it, but. Tim Tebow is a video, you know, a Florida guy. This is Tim Tebow in college. A Florida guy goes and just whacks an Alabama guy. Yes. <laughs> Father God, I just pray healing <laughs> over this man. <laughs> so we just pray healing over uh, Haynes King and, 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 and we're rooting for him, okay? But all jokes aside, I don't want to joke about the healing power of God, okay? So it's all fun and games, but at the same time today, we're talking charismatic and we're talking uh, picking up uh, what was last week, charismatic and Baptist differences, right? Um, and today is going to be a lot of fun. So what did I just say? I kind of already forgot. We're talking about worship. So we're talking about worship. So last week we tried to talk, kind of talked about like the theology differences and some stereotypes. Really mainly that, gifts. And- yeah. Oh, spiritual gifts. That's what we talked about. Spiritual gifts and some things that have just plagued the, let me take my hood off take the just plagued the charismatic church and along with the baptist church today we're going to talk about like stereotypes in worship and Braden's going to talk a little bit about some some actually like i wanted him to talk about this because this is like people need to know this and i yeah. thought i thought it was super cool it's one of those things yeah. where i wasn't really expecting it but mm-hmm. i was like dude that's really cool but yeah kick us off what is just what is worship what is the worship like at uh lifestyle christianity lifestyle christianity uh first off like i mean the worship is so amazing um partly because of how many amazing worship leaders are there like there's there's so much talent and there's so many so many people there um leading and are so passionate about worship um another big thing i think that um is so big is that we worship we do worship every morning monday through thursday really on Saturday night church and Sunday church. We do worship for 45 minutes. Okay. Mm. There's no, I think it gets, it, you just get to, you get so much, you get to worship so much that um, you get to really experience how you, God leads you to worship and who you are in that worship. And, you know, I think it gets to a place where, um, you know, anyone that is doing it for people, it's going to get to a place where like, <laughs> you're gonna get tired of doing that right mm-hmm. you're gonna get tired of doing things for people um as in a look at me for every day right yeah um so for me my worship has like oh it's like it's evolved so much um um since being at lcu because um it's not about how i'm worshiping but it's about who i'm worshiping right um it doesn't matter um what it is but whatever helps you 
lock your eyes on Jesus is the, the most important thing. The thing is, the stereotype is the stereotype. Yeah, is that there's people on the ground rolling around, right? Um, losing their minds, being bonkers, being distractions. Look at look at me. Look how look how awesome I worship. That's the stereotype of mm-hmm. the, the charismatics, right? Charismatic church, right? right. And the stereotype of the Baptist church is, you know, like the, the whole, I'm holding my Bible right here. Then the, what, what's that? What's that? What's the video you showed Tim me? Hawkins. Tim Hawkins. The, the, there's the touchdown TV. The, there's a, that, the, see, that's the charismatic. The yeah. touchdown is charismatic. We, we're right here with it. Yeah. And if we're feeling bold, we're right here, right by the head, <laughs> right there with it. Right. Yeah. But the stereotype of, and basically it's not really a stereotype it's basically how it is no oh, yeah is very conservative worship like right. let's not show emotion let's not do it but i tweeted not tweeted posted something on kingdom vision i had this moment where i was really thinking about the worship and my personal worship and there was two things i forgot the first one honestly that caused me to think about it but the second one was i was at AM's football game when they played new mexico it was 60,000 people there, half full, and a bunch of people were going just ballistic, right? Mm-hmm. My personality, I'm the same as I am in church, as I am at a football game. I'm pretty conservative, just, you know, that's just my personality. Um, but there was kids just going ballistic, you know, taking their shirts off, what? they're going nuts. And then when we go to church on Sundays, not to say all oh, these kids are Christian, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, we just sit there with our hands in our pockets. So, like, who we are outside of church doesn't really translate to the same way we worship God. Yeah. Um. And so, I really had kind of like this thought in my mind that, like, me, like, what if, what if, what would it look like if Christians in Afghanistan, God's a publicly listen to Shane and Shane or whatever. <laughs> they're not probably listening to Shane and Shane, but yeah. if they got to listen to music publicly in Afghanistan right now with the Taliban. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably look a certain way, and it's not about look, but like, it would it would be like an experience, right? Like it, it wouldn't be looking at me. It's like, look at this phenomenal opportunity to worship my Lord and Savior that I may never get again. Yeah, living in Afghanistan, yeah. um, so that really made me position my heart that my since that thought my worship hadn't really changed from the outside looking in. If I'm being hypercritical. I have actually started like doing a little hand raising and stuff, which is yeah. not important, but I was, you know, last or two weeks ago, we talked about, you know, the social anxiety. When yeah. I was in worship, I thought people were looking at me, but no one cares about your worship because yeah. everyone's focused on God or should be focused on God. Right. Absolutely. So, and, uh, there, like there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, um, there's so, a lot there. so first off, I don't want, um, you know, like in our talking, like, I don't want there to be any belief that there's not wild, you know, worship and stuff in charismatic churches. There, like, there's still people that um, feel like dancing and um, and these things. And even you do that sometimes. You know, and, and yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, I, which I haven't done at all at LCU, um, but I just I kind of look at I just look at God and and see what I feel like He wants me to do. But um, you know, there is all kinds of worship um and they allow people to come to the front um you know some people sit down some people stand up some people stand up with their hands raised some people stand up with their hands down some people stand with their hands 
like this. Um, the open Bible. But the big thing is that if you are worshiping as someone who is, uh, if it's in a way that it's affecting others' worship, then, you know, you're going to be asked to, first they're going to speak to you, and if, um, you know, and kind of understand, you know, because maybe maybe someone's having an intense time with God and, um, you know, they're not purposely trying to mm-hmm. get in the way of someone else, right, you know. Um, but, you know, they're going to talk to you and, and, and just see, you know, if you're worshiping in the flesh, what that means is like you're looking at other people when you're doing and you're doing things for, um, you know, the praise of yourself through other people, right? You're, or you're doing things for other people to see you. Um, and I think it's something we've all done. Um, but the truth is that if you're someone that is just sitting down and you're worried about, like how other people are worshiping you, you're not affecting everyone else. So whenever, whenever it affects the other people's worship, then you have to step in and be like, Hey, um, you know, we, you know, we can't do this right here. Um, Which which tell a story because he talked to me the other day about some, I'll let you talk about, I don't want to spoil it, but I wasn't even thinking about this Yeah. because like I'm, when you're at LCU, I'm like, Oh, like the things that constantly fill my mind are like, Oh, Look at I wonder what's going on in their worship session right now. Yeah. It's probably just some utter just nonsense, <laughs> yeah. you know? No, that's not yeah. going to mind. But when you told me it actually shocked me. And I think people that have this visual stereotype of worship and even beyond worship where you told me just about the teaching and stuff, yeah. but talk to t- tell them about that. So I want I want to say two more things right before that. So um first thing is that um when worship uh every day at LCU, I the way I go in worship is I go and I sit down in my chair and I close my eyes and, um, you know, there's times when, uh, you know, people ask and stuff and they're like, man, what, like that, that worship was so good. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what played. I don't know. Like, I don't remember the songs. Um, and I think that, you know, it's nothing to that I did. It's just like, it's not about the music anymore. You know, it's not about what, what song plays. It's not about, um, this, not about that. It's just about setting your eyes on the one who created you, um, in that time. And however you look at Jesus the best, you need to do that. Mm. Right. Um, and you need, that is what, like, I'm, I, I'm saying this, like all these things that are happening else you, like, I don't even I don't even know how people worship as much anymore because like we like no you're one, so fixated on your own right like you're worshiping God yeah like no one else is there like it's amazing because the people there they're not here like you know no one's like hey you remember that guy in worship did you see what he did mm-hmm. because it's like we didn't even notice right we don't even notice we're you know mm-hmm. we're not there for people um but then so like he was just saying about um you know there was a situation at church um I don't know, a few weeks ago or a month ago. And, um, there was, uh, people worshiping at the front, like there always is. And, um, there was one that, um, the leaders saw that they could tell was doing things kind of for the crowd, doing things for, um, you know, in the flesh, in the flesh. Right. Or so they felt like, like they don't, um, you know, the leaders, they don't think that, um, like they're like, they can judge a perfectly. person's worship no. perfectly, but they're like, 
they're at watching. The, at the same time, they you know they're they were older people, right? Right. Ma- it's mature Christians. Mature, yeah, stuff. mature mature Christians and um, who have been involved in the charismatic movement for a long time, and um, you know I've seen all these things, but um, so uh, and first off, so as a lady, so one of the lady leaders is who they chose to go and speak to this person and go pray with this person. Um, and not to make it a big deal out in front of everyone, not to make it this thing where she's, you know, to make it to where it's not even recognizable by the other people, what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but she first prayed and said, God, if this, like you, like, please let this, you know, let, let this be you, God. Like I, like she took time before she went and spoke to that person and said, like, God, I just want, like, I just want you you know, and, and, um, it's for the love of the other people so that there's no distraction for the rest of the people worshiping. It's not to bring that person down. It's just so that the rest of the people won't be distracted in their own worship because that's where the issue issue really arises. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, she goes and she speaks to the lady and she tells her, um, you know, you, she, she speaks to her about, um, how, like, Hey, if you, you know, with the way you're worshiping, like we can do that in the, on the side, like we can do that in the back and, and, um, and that there's no, there's no problem with that. And, um, she prayed with her for a while and she spoke to her and spoke real kind with her and, um, and basically the lady wasn't having it. And so, um, she's just like, she just t- basically takes the whole worship time with her and then she's just trying to yeah. get her, um, because you can't, you can't cause a scene, right? You're not gonna, um, and you know, what do you do? Kick her out of church. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so overall, like they're very, people are, they're very careful there about, um, you know, they understand what, a what crowd is attracted and what type of people and what we're trying to do. But, um, there's more people at this church that sit down and worship than I've ever been to because you have the right to choose there. Yeah. You know, sometimes the worship leader will be like, "Hey, let's all stand up for this and and you know, let's you know, maybe they'll have something that they feel like the Holy Spirit's leading them like, to." Like, let's take a everybody pray right now or stuff like that. Everybody everyone start, you know, um, you know, praying to God, singing your own song to God. Everyone, yeah, yeah. You know, there's these there's these different types of things, but um, you know, I go in and um, I sit, you know. It's not like Oh, he's sitting. Oh gosh, like it's not like that. Like no one's worried about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that we get, you know, you get to choose and um, do what you feel like glorifies God the most. Because what glorifies God the most is what sets your heart the most on Him and gets you in the most awe of Him. And I like what you said too. Like you said stuff about how initially they're like, hey, if you mention things like, hey, the Holy Spirit told me to, you know, date you. Yes. Stuff like that, you'll get kicked out, right? Uh, so if you if you go and tell someone um, at the school that um, if you go and tell a girl or a girl tells a guy um, um, that you heard a word from God and you are supposed to be in a relationship or supposed to be dating, supposed to be married, then um, and that girl takes it to the you know the authorities that. Um, that's grounds for dis- dismissal. You can be dismissed immediately from school. Wow. Um, off of that, um, because it's spiritual manipulation. You're using God's name to do something that is in you that you want. Um, 
because if God's really wants you wants that, you know, he's way too big f- for it to be something that mm-hmm. you have to take into your own hands to tell this person like God will God will get that person and show them. Yeah. Um if it's really the Lord. Which you and that's that's like the coolest thing like that you tell me and and now that you tell me this, it makes so much more sense why they do it because I could see, I don't have the stereotype, but I could see that people would have the stereotype of charismatic churches that they're pushing experiential things, right? And I'm not going to say they're not pushing it, that they're against it, right? But they almost, I don't want to say proctor, but they are aware, like you said, the demographic of people who are coming. So the the fact that they they do that, like that just kind of blows my mind and it actually is encouraging because... So many people have this, and so yeah. many people I talk to, and so many like the the way I grew up, like it's it was it was the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And even what you talked about, this is kind of um, a little bit of a shift from worship, but talking about the Todd White's response to American Gospel, right? I don't know if he said this publicly or whatever. If this is a video, one of his videos right. or something, but like he even knows. Like the the you're awesome or the the deal how he changed his wording on stuff right or how he tells this y'all he tells y'all students not to interact with what well, one was not to interact with people who are outside and stuff yeah so there, and then le, well let's give context so okay. there's um outside of the school mostly on Sundays there will be protesters that um you know basically they feel like you're in the wrong you're going to hell and um, so, and they, if they've been there for a while, so they've kind of gained the experience that, you know, us as students, they call you not to go and speak to them and, or offer them food or money or anything like mm. that. Um, because that's the most wise thing to do because you're kind of, you know, you're going to be on the next American gospel is, which is, is crazy because like people are looking like if they go up and interview you, yeah. they're basically looking for you to slip up and then plaster you on YouTube. Right. And, and it's so easy to look disgruntled towards someone yeah you know in a in a clip in a short clip that um you know weren't they're not there to provoke that um and there's also the you know i've if you've seen the american gospel the healing the the leg growing out trick yeah right um that was that what it was that's what, yeah yeah that's what you told me that, that yeah that he spoke on so um you so with the I, like I like I told Cole, I can't speak for if Todd White was, you know, actually tricking, you know, people with whatever. Um, I do know how they teach us. They say now with the situation, we're not if you're praying for someone's leg to grow out, then you don't grab a hold of their legs. Just pray for them. And, um, you know, if it so happens then you know, that's what happens. But, you know, we're not going to do that anymore because, you know, we don't want to leave way for any of that, which that know? even that like Todd White wait and what let me put, let's provide context so on the American Gospel show um there the the biggest critique was of Todd White's healings right of him um of hey you have one shorter one leg shorter than the other um and then pray and then like at the same time like the legs growing like in front of our eyes right in that and we've talked about that that's one of the things that I like I've come to the point where like doctrine and stuff, I'm like, okay, you know, like we all say something's wrong, right? And he even, like I, I feel like Todd White preaches the gospel. So the 
the leg healing thing was one of the things where I was like, hey, like, I'm not sure. I'm not going to call it fake. Yeah. But like, hey, that like, what is that? Right. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Todd White now saw that and yeah. then is speaking on it to like. So, so let me rephrase. So I'm I'm I kind of meant like so he doesn't he doesn't like teach people to go and look for people's legs to grow out. Yeah. Um, not that it was in his, in his testimony time. He says, he said, now I don't do this anymore. Uh-huh. He said, I like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't do this anymore. I don't, I don't grab their legs. Like I uh-huh. just pray for healing. And yeah. if it happens, it happens. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, but notoriously in his old videos, that was his thing. And now a, like a, like a, an awareness to the American gospel. We all know that it's, yeah. we don't agree. Like, you know, it's controversial, but an awareness, yeah. Hey, like people don't really re- aren't responding well to this on the internet. So to say, I mean, yeah. it's different in person to person interaction yeah. and an awareness. Hey, maybe like in his personal time, like I'm going to shift away from that personally. Yeah. Right. That goes along with the fact of the worship deal tied in the fact that the leaders in this church, or again, I'm not going to use proctoring. I'm saying proctoring, but a better they're they're aware of the demographic that I, that is attracted to this charismatic movement. Even so much that correct me if I'm wrong, where like they have people who are just there for the movement, and they're kind of easy to spot, right? Right, right, right. Um, with this, you know, this awareness about it's just, it's it's really just awareness that just it just has struck me and blown me away of. A consciousness and you even mentioned i think last week um some people who have degrees at you know um a baptist southeastern southwestern yes. uh, baptist, southern southern, southern uh, baptist seminary degrees seminary which we know that you can get a degree from anywhere that make you anything yeah, but yeah. A, a, a we understand that experience is a huge part not downgrading experience but we we're a charismatic movement known for experience but pounding on doctrine and showing a hunger for yeah. doctrine equally, yeah, like paired equally, because that's the stereotype that the main thing I want to hit on this to, to wrap up this thought is the stereotype of experience over doctrine, right. which through just our conversations you have shown, which is super encouraging. That's why I wanted y'all to know this is because that's not true. They, 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 they at least LCU yes, is a equally important and, focused on doctrine and the word of God that, and, and that's where the difference between the Baptist movement is the other end of the spectrum was the Baptist movement was too focused on doctrine that we put the Holy spirit in the closet. We, um, like the idea of me, like I pray to the Holy spirit now, cause we know Holy spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Yeah. Holy spirit. This is what I pray all the time. Holy spirit, stir up affections in my heart for repentance. Um, the conversation that I don't really understand is why the why charismatic circles get the the heat of you know the the controversy the heat of the being critical at when Baptists can be just as bad just flipped up flipped on them you know I'd I'd say it's because it um you know like from last episode how I said that the gifts used wrongly is more harmful than the gifts then not you and, yeah, and so that i'm sense. saying this and this isn't i'm not this isn't from the bible i you know like disclaimer that, this disclaimer. quote astrid, this quote astrid. Yeah. um so i think that and it lays for a safer ground for this westernized religion um this westernized view of god like the baptist is a is a safer laying ground for true um you know 
not, you know, not really, I'd say kind of going out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, the, you know, the charismatic circles are definitely more, you're going to have more people that are really trying to do out, you know, out of their comfort zone type of things. And, um, so I think it looks worse, right? When it's done wrong, it looks worse than, you know, then, uh, like what is the the literally the word conservative means you're scared well let me not define it that way but like we're not we're more scared to do things so you can't mess up if you don't do things right and and, um and many of the things like doctrinally like the it's still correct and you know in baptist theology like Mm. uh, the the basics to um you know the theology is still correct so and that if that's kind of where you stay at then what are you going to be rebuked on, right? Yeah. Um, and where's wh- what heat are you going to catch mm-hmm. um, if you're, you know, not in these things that um, can cause harm to 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 people, you know? Um, because, you know, think about this. You enable someone who just becomes a believer to go out and be doing these things with spiritual gifts. You know, that is giving someone some, you know, that's giving uh, someone without a, a license a, a, a handgun, right? Ooh. And, you know, they can go out there and, and that's, that's not safe. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so that's why it's so important in the equipping process with the word of God to understand when these things are supposed to be used, how they're supposed to be used, who's it supposed to be used on, what's it for, why, you know, all these questions um, that I think are so beautifully, um, have been beautifully um, taught to us um, throughout my only been there a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a question. So you being charismatic, do you think you were that you used maybe speaking in tongues, maybe worshiping charismatically? Do you think you've grown in that and you you used to do things that hey maybe you know I wasn't right on that or maybe 100%. I've been doing I've been doing it you have so I I mean I've worshipped in the flesh a bunch mm-hmm. um, but I like wor- the with me worshiping in the flesh it was never a fact where I thought I was okay for looking around I didn't think I was okay I was I still felt I still felt wrong and convicted and tried to Mm -hmm. not but I did um and then I would say also with um words of knowledge and prophetic I think that um I would say there's many things um as well as discernment what is that used for right like um when you start judging the um, intents of someone's heart and call it discernment, then you're manipulating Ooh. people, right? Um, and you're going to be, you know, which a lot of this I'm saying it falls under spiritual manipulation, right? Mm-hmm. Because what was the core thing of spiritual manipulation? It's you thinking something and then calling it God's, right? Yeah. Saying it's from God. Putting a God tag and on God's stamp of approval. Just because, you know, like you were saying, like we were talking about uh, the fact with the the verbiage that I use, right? Yeah. Just because in the charismatic circles, we know, um, or I'm, I say charismatic, I only know about lifestyle Christianity. That's all I know about. Yeah, that's the only thing we can, you right. can speak that's on. Right, that's the only thing I can speak on. But the, the, the manipulation is still there. Um, you know, prophetic manipulation is still there if someone at another school um, Baptist school goes, Hey, God told me we're getting married. Yeah. Same concept applies. It, exactly. And it's the same thing just because, just because it's different, just because you're not believing in the gifts doesn't mean you're still not doing the, you know, it's the same concept. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that having that keen awareness can, you know, really bring a lot of freedom to people. hundred percent. Well, 
a lot of we're, we're we're changing our the format of our episodes. We're only doing twenty nine minute episodes now, under thirty minutes, so a little shorter, compact, more full of information. So that's the end of this episode on worship. We hope this is provided a tool for y'all and y'all's walk with Christ. Um, like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. That really helps us out. DM us if you want to talk more, have questions. But other than that, thank you for watching, and we'll see y'all next week.